0: Hi there. Welcome to the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, the fearless lady, Charlene Light. When I turned 40, I decided to create a really fun challenge for myself by stepping into my fears 40 different ways. I tackled fears around aging, going after my dreams, and even finding true love. This podcast is about that journey and how it transformed my life and how you can start looking at your fear as an invitation to step into your worth, invite more freedom, joy, and fun back into your life. Life can be an adventure. Live the life of your dreams. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Fearless Lady. It is about 9.30 a.m. in Los Angeles right now, and I am sitting in my lovely little kitchen area where I have two windows to look out of, and it's just so beautiful. Um, I I never really take this weather for granted, I have to say, after living in New York for so many years um, and not having a view or... You know, having a view of, I don't know, a brick wall or sometimes I remember one time I did not have a window at all. I was living in a duplex on the Upper East Side and you had to take these spiral staircases um, or it was just one um, down the stairs and that was my room and I didn't even have a third or a fourth wall. I had a curtain. I mean, that was crazy. I lived there for like a year and a half, which, you know, the things that we do, the things that we sacrifice to live in places that we really want to be in, you know, sometimes it's about, you know, the energy and the vibe of a city that you just are so inspired that it's enough to make those kinds of sacrifices and then sometimes you're like okay no never again not doing that again and I think I'm at that place now where that's never going to happen again (laughs) but I can appreciate where I am now because I've been through so many different living situations you know like I had mentioned you know just the idea of taking a bath in the morning taking a bath whenever I want to is such a privilege and such a beautiful um It's just such a beautiful experience now at this point in my life to really feel like it's a luxury and I'm indulging and I'm taking care of myself. And so, all the things, all the things. So, we're going to jump right into the Fearless Act this week, which is Fearless Act number 20. And this day was very, very crucial in my journey um, of 40, because we were halfway, technically. Um, I ended up doing more than 40, but at this point, I was doing a fearless act every single day, like I mentioned, and I was experiencing so many different emotions and just such a spectrum from day to day because I was pushing myself to do something every day. And then I was sharing it on social media and then I was receiving this feedback and then I would have this disconnect when I would come home, like, you know, and the biggest thing for me, um was that, and it's sort of similar to what I was talking about last week in meditation, is you're starting to push forward what has been in the subconscious for so long. So everything that I was tapping into, you know, fear every single day, um, other aspects of, you know, the dark emotions were also showing up and they were showing me memories and stories and they were just as loud, if not louder than my good emotions, you know? So I was feeling this elation after I would do something and then I would just like completely drop down by the end of the day in order to fill up again. And so that yo-yo every single day was just taking a toll on me and I didn't have anybody to really, talk to a professional in any way I was at the time just kind of going through it and I remember talking to my friend April at the time and I was like you know I'm just feeling weird I kept using this word weird and I was just describing to her how I I, you know I feel like I do these things but there's like this disconnection like I'm almost not out of body but almost like um a little bit separate from what was going on everything felt like i wasn't like i was going through emotions but i wasn't necessarily in it if that makes sense and i remember she was telling me you know i don't think like i think we're supposed to feel a spectrum of emotions i don't think we're supposed to be happy all the time and that really helped me because i was like oh that makes sense that's sort of why i'm feeling like this and then i thought you know maybe it's time that I make a change. Maybe it's time that I don't do a fearless act every single day, but I take some some days in between so that I can really gather my thoughts and feelings about what's going on because I had felt such a dramatic shift every single day and I didn't want to miss out on the insights or I didn't want to miss out on whatever I was supposed to I don't know, there was a part of me that was like, I need to pause. I need to change it up. So this was a really, um, I don't know, just a profound moment where I was like, you know, you can set out to do something and then halfway through change your mind. Like that is okay. Like owning those choices, owning those decisions that feel like maybe you're letting yourself down. Cause at that point I was like, but I made it a commitment and I posted it everywhere. I'm going to do this for every day for 40 days. And you know, so I had a little bit of that. Well, but that's what you set out to do. You shouldn't change it. But the at that point it was just very clear that I needed a break. I needed some time in between to pull back and and sort of retreat and really kind of observe um, what was going on so that I can fill myself up again. And then I also wanted some time in between to really plan what the next fearless act would be. Cause at that point I remember thinking like, my God, like is the next fearless act where I just like sleep on the floor? my room like like what else could I you know it was just like I can't just do that you know I I wanted to really take some time and go okay now that we're 20 days in what are the things that I'm really afraid of what are the things that are really going to push me um, beyond my my surface driven fears you know and so this is the turning point in the in the challenge for me where I started to allow myself to be really vulnerable. And I started to show my vulnerability um, in my posts and in the choosing of the different fearless acts. And that, to me, like, this was a real big deal. This was a real big turning point. Um, so I'll share what ended up happening or what I did on day 20. So I was, I can never forget this. I was sitting um in washington square park and i was talking to my friend and then i was sitting down and i was just like okay what do i you know what do i want to do today as my fearless act and then i see this guy he's got a film crew around him and then he has this sign that says truth or dare me and i thought hmm this should be interesting you know so i'm just observing i'm watching him he's there's like a dog not a dog park, but more like a dog area where like you can let your dogs out off the leash. You know, it's like gated around um, Washington Square Park. It's just very small. But anyways, he enters it as a dog. So I guess somebody dared him to be a dog or act like a dog. So he's running around with all the dogs. And and in my mind, I'm like, this is easy. This is nothing. You got it. You know, just talk to me and I'll tell you what I've been doing for the past 20 days, you know. Um, So he's doing it and they're getting it on video and everybody's like laughing or whatever and um, that he's done. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to ask him, you know, what's going on. So I did. And I guess one of the, the guy that was filming him was like, oh yeah, this is truth or dare Daniel. So you could ask him anything and he'll do it. And we've been videoing um, this journey for, I don't know, however many months, you know, and I'm like, okay, sure. So I go up to him and I think I asked him, yeah, I asked him, truth or dare me, because I was like, because I think he had just finished that and maybe he was like, I only do one a day. I don't know. I can't remember. I'll, I'll remember once I read this post, but I asked him, you know, truth or dare me. And then he said, he asked me and I said, dare, And I was like so confident, like there's nothing that you're going to ask me that is going to trip me up or make me feel like I can't do it because I am so on fire. It's like 20 days in. I'm like, ask me anything, you know, and he's like, I dare you to kiss a stranger on the cheek. And I was like, no problem. Right. So I'm walking around and I was actually excited by this because this was the first time that I. Again, I was tackling something that was a big insecurity, a big fear, or I wanted to meet somebody. So this was exciting. And it was also exciting because it wasn't my idea. It was his. So I'm like, this will be a really cute way for like when the, I mean, I don't think I was thinking at the time all of these things, but when I think about it now, like it really was the start again to me starting to really dive into those real fears, you know, to like, what would it feel like if I really went after, you know, this part of my life, which is like finding um, a soulmate, finding a man, like falling in love, all of those things. So anyway, so I'm Going through Washington Square Park, they're following me. I'm looking around, you know, trying to see like hmm, maybe there's some really cute guy. Like maybe this will turn into like a really cute meet meet cute moment, you know, like in those romantic comedies where this could be the start of something really beautiful. So I'm really trying to scope all of these guys out. And I spot one guy that's like reading an actual book, which is so rare. And um, he didn't look American. He looked European or something. So that was appealing. So I just walked up to him and I said, excuse me, um, I was just dared to kiss a stranger on the cheek and I choose you. Well, you know, how do you feel about that? Or can I? Something like that. And he just started laughing because I think he was nervous and maybe a little shy and he just nodded like okay so I kissed him on the cheek and they got it and then everybody like kind of looked around like what the hell is going on you know and then I left and I was like okay thank you I'm like well that was perfect that was my fearless act you know so <laughs> that's so funny so I'm just gonna read you what I wrote because uh I think I go into detail so there I was relaxing at Washington Square Park after just talking with my good friend about how I needed a day to relax and not think about doing another fearless act when this This guy, Daniel, walks by me with a small camera crew and a sign that says, truth or dare me. Hmm, I thought, what has the universe just given me? So I follow him. He enters the dog park and proceeds to kneel and act like a dog. He then chases a ball around with the other dogs, but truthfully, I didn't find him that convincing. He was more concerned with not getting too dirty than really getting into character. You call this daring? Try the 19 acts I've been doing, buddy. I'm thinking this, of course. So I asked the cameraman, excuse me, what's going on? Oh, people can truth or dare. Daniel, would you like to play? Absolutely, I say. So I asked Daniel, truth or dare? And he picks truth, complaining that after that dare, he's tired. (laughs) Ha! I'm searching for a question, he says. Let me ask you, truth or dare? With one hand on my hip, I say with confidence, dare. You have to kiss a stranger on the cheek. No problem. Let's see. Let me find a handsome, preferably 6'1 or taller, single, entrepreneurial, adventurous, kind-hearted, spiritual, yet masculine gentleman. (laughs) Now now there's my challenge. I'm screening the park for guys. No, he looks like he hasn't showered in days. No, he's with a girl no he's picking from the garbage gross i find one reading an actual book and he looks european and well-mannered i ask him hi i was just dared to walk up to a stranger and kiss him on the cheek and i choose you do you mind he laughs uncontrollably nervous he nods to he nods yes so i go in i make it good and i say thanks he smiles the camera crew smiles and daniel is just standing there probably thinking i should have dared her to kiss me Oh, well, choose your dares wisely, my friends. (laughs) So funny. Also, you're going to see how that fearless act ends up coming back around um, later on. So it's so beautiful how I really used what the universe was giving me, and I added on to that, and I got a little bit more daring, more fearless. Um, So you'll see that later. And then I'm going to add one more because that was kind of a short one so day twenty one so the thing about summer in New York City is that there 's so many free activities, so one of the free activities um, that they offer is learning how to juggle and that 's something I know it sounds so silly and maybe like who really cares, but I always admired people that were able to juggle a bunch of things, and I always wondered, how do you do that and there 's a couple of things like you know, can I learn something new? Can I learn something new that feels Like it could be, I I just felt it, it was going to be really beneficial. Like there was something, some deeper meaning behind being able to juggle. Um, Because I don't know how you do that. Like, you know, and they're always looking at the actual objects that they're juggling. They're not looking at their hands. It just feels like their hands just know, like there's a certain rhythm to it. So anyways, I was really intrigued. So I decided to go and join. So I'm just going to read you what I wrote, and then I'll go into some little details. So day 21, just call me the juggler. Bryant Park is a mecca of deliciously fun activities for the summer. Besides outdoor movies on the big lawn, there's a reading room, board games, ping pong, dance and fitness classes, and free juggling lessons. Can you guess which one I chose? Truth be told, I've never been known to have good hand-to-ball skills. <laughs> so the question was, can I be taught how to juggle even when I suck at everything else that includes balls? No pun intended. Right away, I spot a tall, pony-tailed, gentleman with a bucket of toys. There's balls, sticks, fake chickens, no joke, and all kinds of bright colors. Can you teach me how to juggle? I ask. He picks up two balls and says, let me see you try. After a minute of my two ball approach, he interrupts. You want to look up at the balls, not at your hands. Trust your hands will be there. After a while, your brain starts to get it and you don't have to think about it. You start catching. Really? Really? How long will it take? I shout, not sure why, because he's right in front of me. It usually takes an hour and you'll get it. And in a few minutes, we'll add another ball. What? Only an hour? and I can juggle three balls at a time? This guy's a genius, but wait, I shout back. What if I can't, he quickly replies. You can't fail, nobody's ever failed. I love this philosophy. All right, I can do this. And sure enough, within 15 minutes, I'm catching without even trying. He comes by and adds a third ball. Now just get used to throwing the first two, don't bother catching, and only catch the last ball. As more time passes, more people are coming in. There's kid jugglers, adults, teenagers, old men without shoes, all of us on the terrace of the Bryant Park just juggling away. And it's fun and it's relaxing and people are friendly. When I leave, my new juggler friends are offering offering compliments and high fives and they ask me, see you next week? I shout, absolutely. Consensus, you can teach an old cougar new tricks. I know I'm not old, it's just funny. I will have to say that I didn't, I went back the second week and I still didn't quite get it. So <laughs> I think I had to put more time in to really get myself to a place where I can really juggle without thinking about it. But I loved that philosophy, the idea that you just kind of fall into a trust. And when you learn something new, there's a real calmness about that. You know, I I found that juggling really it was almost meditative. It it allowed me just to focus on a singular thing. You know, I wasn't thinking about all the people watching. I wasn't thinking about, you know, all just everybody around me. I was only thinking about this particular skill and that's it. And it reminds me of when I first started teaching yoga, how it was the same kind of thing. It felt so singular focused because it was new. So I was really kind of, putting a lot of focus and energy around like making sure that I taught the sequence, you know, on both sides, you know, that I didn't forget this, that I was really focused on the people in the room and making sure the music wasn't too loud. And I had so many, there was like a newness and an excitement about it that there was nothing else interfering, you know? And now it's like, I can sometimes teach a class not on autopilot, but sometimes I can drift and my voice will still carry and I'll be able to just teach the class because I've done it so many times and so it's really interesting I think it's important that we start to or that we always kind of develop that skill of learning something new I think we get so into in like set in our ways that our brains just kind of go on autopilot which is why I think it's really important that you know our fearless acts just aren't about doing the things that we're scared to do it's also about adding a lot of newness adding a lot of what would it feel like if i tried this and then i tried this because we want to like activate our brain in that way where it's singular focused because that's that's really when things get really juicy and exciting, you know, because then after I left, I felt this like spiritual lift, you know, it felt so calming. It felt so freeing. It felt like I can do anything. And when you have that mentality, you start to go, okay, what next? What's the next thing I want to do? And so it's really important to keep adding that into your life. You know, what new skill, Are you interested in do you want to dive into especially now during quarantine when we're forced to be at home, you know I mean not to put so much pressure, but it could be something really small Like for instance, I just bought a plant and I think I mentioned this before my plant beatrice But i've never bought like a real plant that could that needs require or that requires like, you know daily care so by by buying a plant there's something so um there's something new and exciting, and I'm like talking to Beatrice, and I'm, Like, you know, I'm like spritzing her leaves every day, and then I bought two other little plants, and now I want to get another big one, but it's just like so exciting to now add this new green to my life, and and this new living thing, this, this thing of nature that's like um, I'm adding in my life, and it feels so it feels so juicy and exciting and and I love it. And so again, it's this idea of adding something new, I think is also important. You know, I think when people think of fear, they think of, oh, this like dreaded, you know, what's this thing that I'm going to have to like psych myself up and do? When it's also about, I can just be adding new skills or, or, you know, what else am I interested in? You know, Um, trying, you know, maybe you want to learn how to play guitar. Maybe it's just about like, committing to those few first few difficult first sessions, you know, when something is new and, and feeling what that's like, I think it's so important for our brains, you know, to constantly invite this newness, you know, cause that's, what's going to keep us growing. That's, what's going to keep us engaged in life. I think when people feel disconnected, it's usually because they're on autopilot because they haven't Created anything new in a while and they're not even in a place where they know where to start, you know, and that's why I think um, Doing something like working with me and doing the fearless coaching um, Really allows for in that invitation of you know, what is it that I what if it, what is it? That just sounds fun right now that I want to tackle You know, what is it that I want to learn that I've been putting off for so long? You know, I've also never really cooked for myself. And like this whole time, I've been doing so much cooking and I realize I'm actually good at it. You know, um, I mean, somebody else might not think that way because of the way that I eat and my taste palate, you know, but I really like it. I really enjoy it. And, you know, cooking takes a lot of time and that's something that I didn't necessarily have or give myself, you know. And uh, so that's really exciting. So I just feel really activated during this time because I'm doing so many things that I quote unquote never had time to do before, you know? So I would just ask you, what is something that you can start right now that feels like it's something new and exciting that you wanna start, you know? And just, and give yourself that, that room to, to really allow for curiosity, you know, like almost like a childlike, uh, you know, if you always wanted to learn, you know, a new language or you wanted to start to create a mindfulness practice, you know, start to meditate, you know, start to pick up a book, a spiritual book that you haven't, um, that you've always wanted to, but you didn't uh, have the time for, you know, like really inviting those those things into your life right now, because then we're starting to create some more space where you can make the changes that you want. You know, um, anytime you feel disconnected or you feel like, um, just kind of like checked out in your life, it's because you haven't really asked yourself, what is it that would make me feel more connected? Like, you know, like what are these steps that I can take to activate a part of myself that I haven't, that I've lost touch with? And, um... And think of a baby step that you can make, you know since it doesn't have to be this huge thing. it could be something really small, you know what feels good, what's something that I can do that you know would would make me smile would sounds exciting there's just so much out there there's so much available, and it just starts with taking those baby steps and also it starts with letting go of that self doubt and the sabotaging you know thoughts you know like oh every time I try something it never works and you, know, you just gotta let that go you just and that's why I think action really trumps everything so when you take those action steps in spite of feeling the doubt in spite of feeling fear in spite of feeling like you're no good or you're not good enough like you just do it anyway then you then all of these other beautiful thoughts start to follow and the universe really starts to pick up, and then you start to realize, like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I can do that again and again and again and again. And it just keeps going. So I'm just going to read to you um, day 22 of um, my fearless act because this is when I told everyone that I'm going to take my time now. Um, day 22, there is time. I'm halfway through my commitment of 40 days, and I'm realizing something that I did not plan on when I thought of this challenge. I need time to refuel to think to live to breathe to allow these experiences to settle in I've been pushing myself every day to come up with something new and courageous and live my life to the fullest and I need time to process it all something is definitely getting stirred up in me and I don't want to miss it because I'm moving on to the next act so for the next half of this challenge I will continue to post and share but I'm letting go of the pressure to do it every day because this is my life and I can't have an authentic experience Experience if I'm not being true to myself and today I just want to stare outside this big window read my book drink my coffee daydream and just be oh, And I love that this is about owning our choices changing our minds staying true to ourselves Really connecting to the deepest part of ourselves that um, knows when something is right for us And that's what I was doing. I was creating this practice of knowing And, um, so I'm really excited to share the next half of this challenge with you because that's when it gets really, really real. Next week, we're going to get into some really juicy stuff. Um, we're going to talk about what it was like when I walked into a bridal store, David Bridal, and I wanted to try on a wedding dress. And, uh, that's what I'm talking about. The next chapter of this journey, um, was when I really stepped it up, when I really really took some courageous steps and tapped into the things that not only i was afraid of but i was afraid of sharing this vulnerability and um and it's so important when we don't walk through that space of moving towards the thing that we're not only scared of but that we have a lot of shadow behind you know i had a lot of shame around being single and if i never took those steps to to shine a light on that i would have continued to feel bad about myself and that's not a good feeling to carry around and we do that all the time we feel bad for feeling shame we feel bad for feeling like we don't have this one thing that everybody else has why me we go we go into victim mode So it's important that we have a lot of self-compassion and it's important that we take those steps anyway to own all of it. That's really what this journey was for me was looking at all of the dark corners in my mind, all of the shadow and the shame and just really embracing it all and going, you know what? You're not gonna have power over me. I see you, I'm aware of you, I know why you're there and we're gonna work together and I want to embrace you with so much love for being a part of me. And I want to share you <laughs> and you know, open my arms to you and have the most love and compassion for you because I've been carrying you around for far too long in the dark and you wanna be set free. So I'm excited to share the next chapter of the journey with you. I also wanna just announce that my South of France retreat has been postponed for next summer so you have a whole year to save up and to sign up because we're going to the south of france provence may 30th through june 5th and guess what june 6th is my birthday so it's going to be just so magical and amazing and can can you even imagine like a year from now where we're going to be ah just think about that for a moment Anyways, I just want to say thank you so much for listening and please share the podcast or write a review if you enjoyed it. I would really, really appreciate it. I'm going to leave you with a song that I never released, but I recorded with my guitar player at the time and it's called Miss You. I will see you guys or I will see you. I will talk to you um, next week. Have a beautiful week. Take care.
1: That's cold water to my face Put my